This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermerwe, and today in episode 243, we're going to be talking about math contests. And I have a guest with me today, Haley Story. Welcome, Haley. Hi, Meryl. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, let me first tell you how I know Haley. Um, Haley is actually local to me, and last year her children joined our Science Olympiad team. If you don't know about Science Olympiad, go listen to last week's episode when I talk about it. But I got to know Haley over the year, and at some point we talked about math um, contest, math club, and I used to run a math club in our homeschool group many years ago. And Haley expressed an interest in doing that in the homeschool group that I'm still part of these years later. And I encouraged her to do that and to reintroduce some of the math contests that I had been offering years ago. And that's what she did. And she's they've tried some of them and they have a whole lot more planned this year. And she has a very big number of people have joined her math club. And so because she's now more in touch with some of these than I am, I asked her to come and tell me what she knows about all of these. Now, I'll say up front, Haley and the Math Club haven't done all these contests yet, and she'll say that as she goes along. And so next year, around about the same time, I'm going to try to get Haley to come back on and to talk to us about the experiences doing these different contests. So if your children are a bit too young now or you're not ready to jump in quite yet, do listen back for that update. Okay, Haley, before we start talking about the five contests we're going to mention, why do you think people should consider enrolling their children in math contests? Well, um, there are several reasons, but I will say for my kids, probably some of the biggest are to um, encourage them and show them how much fun math can be. Um, to give them, especially as homeschoolers, um, it's a great way to um, jump into academic contests in general, um, and also just to build up test-taking um, skills. Um, the third thing that we found for homeschoolers, especially if you have any kind of group practices or math club to go along with it, um, it has been a great community builder. So a lot of us have kind of mathy kids that may not have a big community in sports or other extracurricular activities. And this can kind of become their social hub. So my younger son has made great friends between Science Olympiad and Math Club. This has really been his friend group. Um, and so it's sort of a two for one. We're building friendships and we're getting a lot of great math and problem solving and life skills thrown in. So do you think that only children who are really good at math should do the math contests? No, definitely. Yeah, so um, there are a variety of contests just looking at the samples that I've been looking at. Um, some math contests, I will say, are probably best for your super mathy kids. Um, but then some of them, like the Bros that we're going to talk about, um, is more of a computational challenge and it's logical skills. There's actually very little formal math involved in that. So any kid 
who likes a challenge, who likes puzzles, who's a logical thinker. Some of these contests are really aimed more for them. And along the way, hopefully we'll show them that math can be fun or applications of math can be fun. Okay, well, let's then jump in and let's talk about zebras first. We're not terribly sure how you meant to say this. Right. It's spelt like zebras, but with the B. And we <laughs> yes. will have the link. I will have the link to all these contests in the show notes. Just scroll down on your podcast player, you'll find it, or go to homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Okay, so Bebras, I think that's one of the ones that we I did right at the end of my time running math contests because I do remember it's it's almost like programming the way um, the logic um, I thought was super fun the way it is. What grade is that one for? Yes, um, I'm not surprised that you thought this was fun because my um, experience doing the practice is also that it's very much like programming. So Bebras is wonderful because it encompasses ages six to eighteen. So pretty much if you are homeschooling a kid um, who's out of kindergarten, um, there is a level of Bebras for you. So it's broken into about six different age groups, again, um, from six to 18. And um, this one is nice for homeschoolers because it's completely online. So you as a homeschooler, if you don't have a math group, you can actually go take this um, on your own as an individual. But then if you do have an organized co-op or like us, we have a math club through our um, group um, here locally, then we can take it as a school and the kids will be competing against their classmates or their homeschool, you know, their math club mates. All right. And um, how much does it cost? Bebroth is free, our favorite. Very nice. Okay, so that is a fantastic one to get your kids going. So really, there's no downsides to jumping in and trying that one. And it's just once? Is it just a one time in the year that one does it? Yes. Bebros is offered one time a year. Um, it is a very specific time range. So it's in early November. I think there's a two-week period that you either just can take it individually or that you can organize for your right. group. Um, and they can, yeah, people, people, again, for homeschoolers, you could take it at home. You can open it up to them in a certain time window. Okay. Um, so yeah. Let's go it, them. yeah. Sorry, Karen. Oh, I was just going to tell people. So again, I think math contests for a lot of kids sound really scary. Bebros is 45 minutes. So you could tell your child, Hey, instead of math day, you're going to do a 45 minutes puzzle contest on the computer. Um, and the, and the problems really do look like little puzzles and some of them are even interactive. You can try things out by moving um, graphics around on the screen. So it's really a fun one. All right. So number two is Noetic. I know you did this last year, correct? Yes, we did this. We did this for fifth graders last year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that one, um, so Noetic is grade, be a little right? We do Noetic per grade. So it's a little bit different. It's still open to a big range of students. So it's open to grades two through eight, but each of those grades gets a different test. And it is on paper and your whole group needs to take it in one group setting. So you need to have a group together for about an hour to do the challenge. And that one costs, right? So you need to have enough students to make it worthwhile. Yes, that one is about $70 per grade. Right, right. So, um, yep, and that, that will get you up to 30 kids per that grade. But, yeah, you really yeah. need to have about five or six kids to make it cost effective. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and how hard is that one? So that one's, I would say, a little bit harder than the Bros. It's also a little bit more mathy and less computation or less um, computer programming. 
Um, but still, this is not your typical math test. You're not going to make your kids, there's no long multiplication or long division. Um, it's going to be, they're testing your logical problem solving abilities. So this one is 20 questions. You have 45 minutes. The questions increase in difficulty as the contest goes on. So one thing I like to tell um, kids or parents who are doing this for the first time, this is not a test. Your kid is not going to make a 100. If everybody made a 100, there would be no way to award first prize. Right. So the first place winner may make a 50. That's okay. So these contests, the kids start with problems that they probably have a chance at getting. By the end, the last three or four problems are going to be really tough. And that's okay. You know, not very many kids are meant to get that right. Okay. So let's go on to a slightly harder one. So this is the one that I okay. know a little bit more about. That's AMC. Yes. So AMC, I know they've got an AMC 8 and then is an, there's an AMC 10 and an AMC 12. Um, basically, that's the upper age range you can have for each, each. So you can't do AMC 8 if you're older than 8th grade or older than 10th for the 10th and 12th for the 12th one. Um, this one I probably hasn't changed much since my day. My kids did it. Uh, again, they have a different, they have some that are easier than others. It's multiple choice. So um, your kid can always just guess. I did have one of my children once who guessed a lot and did far too well. And everybody thought she was a math genius. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it's a certain way of thinking. It is un it, If your kid can do pretty well at AMC, they really are understanding the math. Um, and, you know, you can start it much earlier. I mean, my, my youngest one did start it when she was in third grade because I just let her do it when she was young and said to her, you know, just try it because you're far too young. So it doesn't matter how you do. So, you know, starting her young, there was no pressure. And so she just worked her way up to doing fairly well by the time she was in eighth grade. The nice thing oh, about this, because this is also the high school one, is that if your kids do do well, uh, it is one of them that is recognized by the colleges. In fact, some of the very, I've forgotten which one, one of my children applied to some college that actually asked for the AMC score. <laughs> But that's not typical. Most colleges are not going to do that. However, if your child does score very well, this is something you want to mention, you know, um, when they're applying to colleges, if they're applying, you know, something that's got to related to math, because it is a math contest that the admissions counselors know about. So you, right. you're planning to try it this year if you have enough, correct? We are. There's a couple of nice things about the AMC 8. One is, like you said, it's multiple choice. Um, it's fairly short. It's just, uh, I think it's less than an hour, like a 45-minute yes. test. Mm -hmm. So the cost to the student is, is pretty small. You just have to have yeah. one day. The other nice thing is a lot of the kinds of problem-solving and math skills you need for the AMC 8, there's overlap both with the noetic and with math counts mm -hmm. that we're going to talk about next. So also the AMC 8, um, you have to buy packs of 10 when you purchase. Um, so in high school, when, you know, we get, did get to the point when um, I was involved in running these, that there weren't enough in high school, but there was one or two students who wanted to take it. You can, I think there's somewhere online where they show you, you can look up to see which schools, and sometimes there's some um, of the colleges even in the area that will offer it. And so your child might be able to go and take this somewhere else. So as a homeschooler, you can participate like that somewhere else. Um, obviously, these are all things that are, you know, homeschoolers can do because that's what we this podcast is all about. But just to put that in there that, you know, you can look out and probably even for AMC 8, you can look and see if there's someone else in the area if you can't get enough to make it worthwhile to purchase the whole packet. All right. Now we're going to talk about um, the hardest one before we get to um, one that's more accessible again. 
the hardest one on our list is Purple Comet. And I know Haley did this last year. They've got both a middle school version and a yes. high school one. It's a team one. You get a whole bunch of problems. And I think it's like three hours. I don't know. It's quite a long time. And you basically just, I used to give the kids lots of food. Um, you give them all the problems and they all sit around and look at them. It's hard. You know, Haley decided <laughs> to do it because she just kind of started out. It's free again. But it's so hard. <laughs> and I don't think my kids, uh, and I think we did it both as middle and high school. I don't think we ever got more than three out of the, how many do they have? Do you remember, Haley? I think it was 20 questions, if I remember right. Uh, I don't right. think we ever got more than three correct. Well, uh, we got one last year. So you were doing better than, but granted, most of our kids last year were in fifth grade. And this is really aimed at you know, you max out yeah, I mean, at, at middle yeah. school middle school yes it's i mean maybe maybe i'm doing my kids and it's been a while but um look this wasn't one we did well at but we just for completion sake singers i know it's out there and it's free some of you listening may have kids who are really really good at math then this is a great one for them if they've got two or three friends who are also good at math um yeah it's not Haley and i do not see this as one of our favorites but we wanted to tell you <laughs> yes okay. another nice thing is it's free and um you just have to, i think the time window is pretty broad so you just have right. to get six kids together with an internet right. connection it kind of at your convenience yeah. so yeah. we just used to do it at our house i used to just give them a whole big area mm -hmm. and um and food <laughs> they need food yes. really they will need brain food okay so we're going to finish up now with Haley just talking a little bit about math counts which is the one i think she's very excited about and she'll just explain that a little bit and how they're doing that in math club. Sure. My son is actually the one that's super excited about this. And I think it's because at least um, from what we can tell by their advertising, it looks the most like Science Olympiad and that there is a team portion. There's several different rounds. Um, so if there's a school, a regional, a state and a national level. And um, that can really get some of these kids excited. Like, hey, we're going to be with other kids. We're going to compete live. If we do well enough, we get to go on to the next level. So for your super competitive kids, this is one to consider. What I have liked about Math Counts, not actually having done the contest yet, is how accessible they make it to everyone, including homeschoolers. They go out of their way to include us. Um, it is nationally recognized. If you have um, if you have a kid that's into some of the um, super mathy curriculums or um, contest prep, so, for example, Beast Academy and Art of Problem Solving, they work um, very closely with math counts and help create problems and do free lessons. So some great things for homeschoolers. Math Counts puts out a ton of free resources. So if you go to their main Math Counts website, you will see resources for their math club and the Math Counts contest. They have videos. They've got lesson plans. They've got it all. Um, so this competition is a team competition in the sense that there is one round of it in which four kids will compete together. The rest of the competition, there's three other rounds. Your students will be competing individually, but then um, your team will, uh, you know, your scores will be added. So there'll be a team winner. Um, and usually it's a school, but obviously for homeschoolers, you need to form a group or through your co-op or whatever. Um, so this one is very strictly for grades six through eight only. It is also strictly for United for the United States or U.S. citizens living abroad, like at military bases. So this is not an international one. 
Um, and this one is bigger. So it's about three hours of contest time. This is one of those deals where like, this is going to be your whole school day, especially if you go to regionals or state, it's going to be a big deal. Right. Um, and you travel there, to, the, I mean, yeah. that the regional would like be at a local university or something, correct? Um, I, that is my assumption or a high school nearby. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what so, I, because mm-hmm. I've known like co-op classes that have done this in the past and I'm, I'm pretty sure they go somewhere to compete. Yeah, that sounds right. So the school level as homeschoolers, you know, we're going to do it in the building that we mm-hmm. use the same place we meet for our Science Olympiad group. But um, but yes, the regionals and state probably are going to be universities. I know the contact for Tennessee is he's a professor at UT. Yeah. Well, Haley, thank yeah. you very much. Um, we're going to revisit this, as I said, in a year's time when Haley's going to come back and we're going to go over these again. And <laughs> she's going to then come back with practical knowledge. But I'm hoping that some of you go out and try some of these. If you do, do join our Facebook group, the Homeschooling with Technology community, and come and share there what you're doing, what's working, what your kids are loving. Um, we'd love to know so that we can you know, share this with the rest of the listeners and hopefully get more kids interested in all the STEM things that are out there. Well, thank you again, Haley. Thank you, Meryl. This was great. And I thank you all again for listening in and I will see you again, same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.